1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports
2: Radio 101.9 hey folks, 926 here on this Friday evening. It's Football Friday, Jam Pack Friday. I'm sure a whole lot of giddiness amongst the Mets fans with Steve Cohen officially taking over the team. But as you start to get your fantasy lineups ready for the weekend, this guy's riding into the rescue from fantasypros.com. One of our weekly contributors, my good pal, the great Jason Katz. What's happening, Kitty? How you doing, baby?
3: Going on JJ. Good to be here. As always,
2: Jason, the pleasure is all mine. And let's start here. Michael Thomas, fantasy owners. When does it get to a point where the Michael Thomas fantasy owner comes to the conclusion the guy who's been a beast over the last couple of years is simply not that because of injuries here in 2020?
3: It's one of those things where, you know, the high ankle sprain is a a lengthy injury, but it's certainly not as devastating for receivers as it is for running backs. With that being said, you know he's missing three or four weeks. You get it and you get now into that fifth week, that sixth week. And it's not just the ankle injury. Now there's all field concerns. Now he picked up a hamstring injury, probably try to favor the ankle. And with, with all the, with all the uh, chatter coming around New Orleans, you wonder, is this guy coming back at some point? I mean, yes, I think he will, but it's gotta be incredibly frustrating because in a year where you probably needed to go running back early, you want Michael Thomas, you thought you at least had that locked up and you could figure out running back. Now you don't have wide receiver figured out and it's just an all-around disaster for anyone who drafted Michael Thomas.
2: Jason, when it comes to your favorite team, the Cowboys, they went into the year with all of these great fantasy options from Zeke to Cooper to Lamb to Gallup, and now they're down in their third-string quarterback. How much does that impact things if you owned anybody on Dallas? I, I feel like the value of all of those guys has been diminished by at least like 40%. With
3: Dak Prescott, this team possesses at least five, if not six, relevant players. Without Dak Prescott, whether it's Andy Dalton or Ben DiNucci, does not matter. There are two relevant players, and one of them is severely diminished, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. You've got Amari Cooper, who is still the wide receiver one on the team, and despite the quarterback changes, he still has seven receptions each of the past two weeks. So even though he's, that touchdown upside is obviously completely shattered with the team incapable of moving the ball at all, the reception should still be there enough to keep him in wide receiver two territory. But Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb are completely useless at this point. Dalton Schultz, nothing more than maybe you get three catches to 30 yards. And Ezekiel Elliott goes from elite RB1 to mid to low RB2 because he, he just he can't get anything going, which is obviously not just because of Dak or Dalton. It's because of the decimated offensive line.
2: Jason, how concerned would you be about the weather and more specifically the wind in a bunch of these matchups here coming up Sunday?
3: Uh, normally, I, I tend to dismiss weather because I do think that the fantasy community uh, kind of uh, outplays it a bit, especially when it comes to rain. But this week, we have at least three games, to my knowledge, that are projected to have some serious, serious win. We're talking upwards of 25 miles per hour, which is the relevant number you want to focus on, 25 miles per hour. When you get to that number, you get know, over 15, really, you start to think about it. But at 25, you're, you're starting to see it really impact game plans. If you have kickers in these games, just forget about it. There's no reason to ever take a kicker in bad weather. So it doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if it's Justin Tucker or Harrison Bucker. If your kicker is in bad weather, start somebody else. It's just not worth it. It's a kicker. Take somebody in a dome or playing in, in warm weather. But when it comes to the real players, specifically those that are relying on the passing game, you're going to see deep balls struggle when you have 30 to 40 mile per hour wings to, to deal with. So if you have guys uh, like Derek Carr, or Raiders or, or or Browns. I think those are two of the games that are in considered that that, are, that might have a problem, as well as I think the Patriots and Bills are looking at potential issues. You, you you need to strongly consider whether you have an alternative that has enough upside to pivot off these players dealing with severe wins. All right, Jason, before we get to a couple of
2: Twitter questions, your must start quarterback for the week. Maybe you have to dig a little deeper, maybe you know, the wind or a couple of situations had you uh maybe uh, pivoting on what direction you were going to go. But what quarterback do you love here on Sunday or Monday?
3: Uh, last week we hit with a rookie. We're going We're going with another rookie this this week. We're going with Joe Burrow, the first overall pick. It, it wasn't just a career fantasy performance last week for Burrow. It was a legitimately great quarterback performance. He threw for 406 yards and three touchdowns. He completed 75% of his passes. He added a rushing touchdown. The Titans are vulnerable through the air. They're allowing 200, 272 passing yards per game. This game should be high scoring. And even though I don't think the Bengals are going to win, I do think that Burrow will have to throw a lot, and that's the type of offense that they want to be right now. So I'm all in on Joe Burrow in real life and in fantasy.
2: All in on Joe Cool. Can't blame you there. Who do you not like in these Week 8 games?
3: We don't necessarily like Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not saying to completely fade him because there should be enough volume here, but uh, we have a lot of history on Ben versus the Ravens. And in 23 career starts against the Ravens, Ben averages 248 yards passing, 1.6 touchdowns, and one interception. Those are not good fantasy numbers. The Ravens are allowing just 230 passing yards per game. They've only given up eight passing touchdowns in six games. This is just not a good spot for for a ceiling game for Ben. All
2: right, Jason, move over to the running back position. Obviously, got to dig deep. Injuries obviously could play a role, but who is the must-start at running back?
3: I'm kind of taking the easy road here, and I apologize for that, but I'm going to lump Giovanni Bernard and Boston Scott together, uh, because they're both backups, set to see what should be one more week of feature-back usage. Uh, both the Bengals and the Eagles are on bye in Week 9, which means that Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon are going to be held out. They get that extra week to get healthy. I do expect both of them back in Week 10, which means that we've got one more week to use Geo and Boston Scott. Uh, they, got, they, got, uh, they were given RB1 usage last week, and they performed as RB1. Favorable matchups against the Titans and Cowboys. I would just chase the volume this week.
2: Yeah, I'm all for that. I wish I owned Gio Bernard in the league, specifically the league in which I have Joe Mixton. If only I was so lucky, couldn't draft him. Unfortunate.
3: Anyway, Jason, running back to avoid. Uh, another, uh, another duo here, We're going with the Ravens running back. I know it's another group selection, I'm sorry. Uh, there actually aren't any clear fades this week, at least, at least not of running backs you'd actually consider starting. It's just a real tough situation, like you said, with buys and injuries all piling up. So I'm just going to remind everybody that uh, Mark Ingram, who is probably not going to play, uh, but, but all along with Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, they're going to form this committee, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. That, that's the problem that we've had with the Ravens all season, is that it's not like you have defined roles. It's more of just, eh, whatever. John Harvitz is going to put these guys in, and they're going to do do what they want. And there's just no way any of them can can muster up any reliable fantasy value.
2: Jason, let's get to a couple of Twitter questions that maybe will help with wide receivers I got a flex one here. This should be interesting. And all three are not great options, full disclosure. Denzel Mims, Wayne Gallman, Tevin Coleman, full PPR, deep league. Got to play one, Jason. Who's it going to be?
3: This is a fantastic question because it it could be a tough decision or it could be one that's made for you. Now, with the Giants playing Monday night, that kind of throws a wrench into it. If all things being equal, if Gallman, you would like to go with Gallman. That's only if Devonta Freeman doesn't play. You'll know for sure tomorrow, uh, based on, well, not, not for sure, but you'll, you'll know for sure if he's, if he's definitely not playing, if he's ruled out. If you can afford to wait, I might take the chance here. Otherwise, you're deciding between Mims and Tevin uh, and Coleman. If Tevin Coleman is active, I actually think they're going to throw him right back into the fire, and they're going to give him uh, 20 touches right out the gate. I would, I would not be surprised to see that happen, especially with Raheem Oster still out, and apparently Jarvin Kinn is dealing with whatever tired legs are so uh, I would rank them. If, if everybody plays, I'd rank it. Tevin one, uh, Goleman, if Devonta Freeman doesn't play two, Mims three. But you may be forced into Mims because Kevin doesn't play and Devonta Freeman is fully healthy.
2: Jason, I actually have a tight end question for you. Full PPR. Rob Gronkowski coming off a terrific game against the Raiders. No offense, he'll be taking on the Chargers, we hope, if everything goes according to plan with COVID. Is it Gronk out of default because of that situation?
3: I love Noah Fant as a player. He's so talented. But if anybody was watching that game last week, every other play, this guy's living off the field. He is not fully healthy. As a tight end, you can play through an ankle sprain much more easily than other positions. That's what he's doing. But you saw they were using Albert O a lot more than, pre- than previously, and Drew Locke connection with him. I think that they may notice that Noah Fant is a bit banged up and kind of scaled back his usage a bit. It, it's, it's definitely Gronk against, against the Giants.
2: Okay, Jason, before we get you out of here, wide receiver, must play, must sit. Let's combine it into one answer. Who do we like and who do we not like?
3: All right, so if we're going with the, uh, the must play, I'll try to do this as quickly as possible for you. Uh, must start is Brandon Ayuk with Debo Samuel out. It's the rookie's time to shine. Running backs are decimated. Seahawks have allowed 10 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. He's coming up with a 6-catch, 115-yard performance. Uh, and the guy we're fading is your boy, Devontae Parker. Uh, I still like Parker as a player, just not this week, not against Jalen Ramsey. We have no idea what to expect him his first start. Facing a ferocious Rams defense, they've allowed just three touchdowns to wide receivers this season. They shut down Allen Robinson, did not the spot for Devontae Parker.
2: Jason Katz over at FantasyPros.com. Jason, there were so many Twitter questions, couldn't get to all of them. For anybody who's got a question for you, late, last-minute fantasy advice, where can they find you on Twitter?
3: Always on Twitter at Jason 13 Happy to answer the start sits, and if we didn't get to yours on the show, just tweet it at me again directly because I don't, I can't remember what we got to and what we didn't, and I'll be happy to answer it.
2: Jason, you're a man of people. Terrific work. We will chat next Friday, okay?
3: I look forward to it.
2: Job well done by our buddy Jason Katz.
1: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.